0: Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way, one of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six- and seven-figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. I want to talk for a minute about ownership or taking ownership. You could also relate that to taking responsibility as an independent insurance agent. Some agents struggle with this concept. What I mean by that is as an independent insurance agent, you are not an employee of an insurance company there. And you are not captive, which means there's not going to be somebody sitting there saying that you need to write X amount of apps a week or, or X amount of apps a month, there is nobody holding your feet to the fire. So how do you motivate yourself or how do you push yourself to do better and greater things is first of all, one, realizing that as an independent insurance agent, you are the marketing company. You are the lead generating company. You are the one that takes complaints you're the one that has to get more light and knowledge and more understanding. You're the one that has to take the time to do the research. You're the one that's going to be meeting with consumers. You're the one that's going to be doing the service work. You're going to be the one sending out birthday cards or Christmas cards or putting data in a computer or having a website designed. All of those things you own. Nobody's going to do those things for you. It goes along with a previous podcast where I talked about hard work. Oh, You have to have the hard work ethic to do the things that it takes to grow a successful agency. You have to take that ownership Now, there are people along the way to help you. You probably have a coach or a manager or somebody that you talk to about ideas. Like what I'm dealing with right now is in the process of filing my taxes. Guess what? Who does that? Me and my wife, right? I have to have ownership of that because it's not going to get done unless I either do it myself or I put somebody in charge to do that. So when I first started, I owned everything. I was the one doing birthday cards. I was the one doing my annual letter. I was the one making phone calls to members. I was the one setting my appointments. Now, since I've gotten better at what I do and have some more resources, now I have somebody who sends my birthday cards out. I have somebody who communicates with prospective agents. I have somebody who communicates with my current clients with Christmas cards. I have somebody that does all those things for me, but I still have ownership, which means I still follow up with the people I put in charge of a task. Whether if I'm doing a lead order, yeah, I'm going to follow up to make sure it goes through. I have a lead house that does it right, or gives me the leads or sends them out, but it's still my responsibility to follow up to make sure it happens. And then I'm still the responsible one to make sure that the lead that's going out is compliant with compliance. I'm still the one that has to make sure that it goes to the right demographic. So there's a lot of things that are still my responsibility to do and and assure that they're done right. There are so many times people want to be able to make a phone call and say, hey, so-and-so, can you do this? It's not how it works. You own it. Unless you're paying somebody, if you don't have the resources to pay somebody to do the things that you don't want to do, then it falls on you. And at the end of the day, the only person you have to blame is yourself. I mean, I used to walk into to Ron's office and I would be upset that some agent took my client away and he would look at me and he's like, first of all, what could you have done to save the deal? Right. And I would look at it and he's like, well, did you follow up with them? And I would be like, No. Well, did you make sure that they were enrolled all the way? No. Did you make sure you had all the questions answered? No. So he's like, the only person you have to blame is yourself. The other agent went in there and resolved all of the things this consumer wanted and enrolled with them instead. Now, what did I learn from that? I need to take ownership of what I didn't do and do the things that I needed to do. To keep them as a client. I had another experience where an agent called me up and he's like, he was so furious and so mad. And he he came out and he's like, Well, they enrolled with somebody else, and da-da-da-da-da. And I said, Well, did you ask him why? And the the consumer came back and said, I enrolled with another agent because number one, he listened. Number two is he gave me what I wanted. And number three, is he did it when he was at my house. And so I said, so what can you learn from that? He's like, well, I tried to enroll him over the phone. and eh, So what? He got hit there. Number two is he, he didn't feel like, the consumer did not feel like he listened. And then the last one was, is he didn't follow up. Right. So for him, he wanted to blame the other agent about what, well, he stole this person from me. Well, the person he should have been looking at was himself in the mirror because he needs to take ownership for what he didn't do and what he could have done to keep them as a client or actually make them as a client. It's so easy to find fault in other people. It's so easy to be like, well, it was them and not me. I've always been the one after an appointment to be like, what could I have done to get that appointment? What should I have done? Where does the ownership lie? Does it lie with the pharmaceutical company? Or should I have told the member that to make sure to give him the new card? Should I have told the member that they should call me instead of calling the insurance company? What could I have done to eliminate the frustration, heartburn on myself and that consumer. And if you always look at what could I have done, where does the ownership lie, then you'll become better. And you'll look back and be like, you know what, that was on me. A story on ownership that comes to mind that recently an agent told me is, I had an agent that listened to one of the podcasts and I talked about service. I talked about how they can help somebody enroll in Medicare Part B and all of the pitfalls that somebody or rat holes people can fall in with the Medicare maze. And so the agent said, you know what, I've never done that before. I've never helped somebody sign up for Part B. I've never helped somebody navigate that whole maze. I usually just tell him to call Social Security. But something struck him to the core, and he's like, you know what, I need to start doing that. And so what he ended up telling me is he ended up doing some of the things I told him about helping people get enrolled in Medicare Part B helped him tell him about the the Medicare maze and what he could do to help him. And then he he went to follow up with him two weeks later and come to find out the member had enrolled with another agent. And he was all upset, which, granted, he should have been. I would have been upset as well. But I said, did you schedule a follow-up appointment with them? And he said, no. I said, did you tell them what was going to be next? He said, no. I said, so in their mind... You did your job and you did what you were supposed to. If you didn't tell them that you're going to come back and review their plan options with them, if you didn't tell them that you were going to follow up with them, if you didn't do all these things, you need to take some ownership of that. Now, it is heartbreaking and discouraging because you just spent an hour or two hours helping these people when somebody else wouldn't help them get in Medicare Part B, which it helped the member, right? But it didn't help you other than you learned. And I said, so tell me what you've learned. And he says, first of all, I learned that I'm going to do a follow-up appointment. I'm going to schedule saying I'm going to come back 7 to 10 days. We're going to make sure that you're enrolled. We're going to then review your plan options if you want to go with a a Medicare Advantage or a Medicare supplement. And then we're going to get you enrolled after you have your Medicare Part A and B. From that time forward, after he talked to me, he hasn't missed a deal. Did he learn the hardware? Sure he did. But was he willing to take ownership for what he didn't do or should have done? Sure. And he's like, you know, I really learned a lot from that lesson. Yeah, he missed out on the money and the opportunity there. And he was upset with good reason. But he did learn and he learned how he can serve and still make a lot of money. And most importantly, he learned that ownership, owning the problem, and that he had control. He had all the control. He just didn't. But take the time, like I've always talked about, do a debrief with every appointment, realize where the ownership lies. Here's one last one. Another agent called me up today and he says, Ty, have you ever had this one? And this has happened two times in my life. He said, I just, I just got a call from my appointment today at 10 o'clock. And he said, they canceled with me. And I said, well, did you find out why they canceled? And he said, yes, I did. And the reason they canceled on me is because they had an a leader in their church group that also sells Medicare Advantage and Medicare supplements. And I told the agent, I said, you know what? I've had that happen two times in my career where it's been a a leader or a powerful influence of some kind that trumped me. I once had a lady tell me, you did a great job explaining what my options were. But I feel obligated to enroll with the lady down the street because I go to church with her. And you know what? That hurt me as an agent because I'm like, man, what could I have done? Where does the ownership lie? Where where could I have steered it different? And after a while, I just came to the realization there was nothing I could have done. Absolutely nothing. I did everything that I was supposed to do. I did everything right. The systems and strategies that I had been taught, there was no way for me to overcome that. And it doesn't happen very often but it does. And I told that agent, I said, rest assured, nobody's going to treat that person better than you, but there was no way to overcome that and save that deal. And it made him feel better. It doesn't make it right because he spent money on the lead. We spent money to get the phone bookers to book the appointment, but he did understand where the ownership lies. It was not with him. It was with the member who sent the card in, and their person of influence that they go to church with. There's absolutely nothing you can do to prevent that. What I would want you to take away from today is take ownership. Don't rely on other people and then complain about what other people don't do if you're not willing to take the ownership. Because if you take the time to follow up, you take the time to ask yourself, where does the ownership lie? You will succeed and you will eliminate a lot of heartburn, a lot of indigestion in your mind and throughout your life. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Continue to share this to your friends, your family, your loved ones. And and as always, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, Go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.